Hello again. I'm Drew, and welcome to the second episode of the Common Sense Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Today, I want to talk a little draft strategy. As I said in the last episode, I'm gearing up for my first NFBC main event draft. The main event is made up of many 15-team Roto Leagues and has league prizes as well as overall prizes. Many experts and analysts compete in the main event. You can look it up by Googling NFBC if you want to learn more. So I've been thinking about my strategy for the draft, and there's a saying in fantasy baseball, bully hitting, manage pitching. I believe it, and I'll be employing it Monday in my main event draft. Here are 10 reasons why. Number one, there are many more good pitchers available on the cheap than hitters. There are probably 20 pitchers I'm interested in taking a stab at after pick 300, even pick 350. And that's not counting all the pitchers who will pop up immediately after games start, or those that will pop up as the season progresses. Number two, there are no five category pitchers. It's four categories at best since starting pitchers can't get saves and relief pitchers won't get you Ws. I know, thanks Captain Obvious, but it matters. Number three, wins are extremely unpredictable and team dependent. Zach Godley had 15 wins last year and DeGrom had 10. Do I even need to say anything else? Number four, ERA is more unpredictable than a hitter's batting average. Think about it. Trout will never hit less than 270, and that's just 10% lower than 300. But if you expect a 2.5 ERA from Scherzer or DeGrom, is it impossible to believe that it might be a 3.0 or even a 2.0? Snell's was 1.89 last year. So that's a 20% plus variation expected and that's among the elite. Number five, and whip, especially among non-elites, is a total guess. Even if you draft a couple elites, the wrong non-elites can tank your whip. But whip can be managed even among non-elites. You just have to be careful about it. Number six, closers are constantly in flux these days on major league teams. Why pay up for a closer when we know half of them will lose their job at some point? And to make, it, make matters worse this year, only about half of teams have a sure thing ninth inning guy this season. More and more are using handedness committees and high leverage strategies. Don't pay up for a closer in the early rounds. Number seven, the only pitching category that is predictable is strikeouts. And I can find guys who strike batters out after pick 200. I'm not sure what their ERA and whip will be, but again, I can manage that. I certainly won't be among the top 10% in these categories, but I think with diligent streaming, I can crack the top 25%. Is that enough to win the overall? Only if I bully hitting. Number eight, during the season, most hitters you pick up may not start every day. These part-time players aren't as valuable, but starting pitchers are never really part-time. They get a start or they don't for the week. Thus, starting pitcher pickups throughout the year will be more valuable than hitter pickups usually. 
Nine, even if you can find a full-time hitter, chances are he'll hurt you in some category. Picking up a free agent who hits home runs, steals bases, and doesn't hurt you elsewhere is basically finding a unicorn. Good luck. But bullying hitting early will put you in a strong position with your runs, RBIs, and batting average, so you can fill in when you must with weaker players. Number 10. In addition to building that strong base in average and counting stats, I need hitters who will have both home runs and stolen bases so that my team has balance. Hitters like Christian Yelich, Trevor Story, Starling Marte, Yasiel Puig, Will Myers, and Andrew McCutcheon. Hitters who go in early rounds. Later, I'd have to get a rabbit, a speed-only guy who kills you in home runs and RBI and maybe elsewhere, or a power-only guy who doesn't contribute stolen bases. Not only does this make the balance harder, but if one of them goes down, it does a lot more damage. So that's why I'll be bullying hitting severely on Monday. Check back next week for another podcast in which I'll break down the draft and how I feel about it. And thanks for listening. And as always, stay classy.